This is the Workday Red Zone on the ticket, 95.3 and 9.70 a.m. K-N-E-A. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello, friends. Hey, how we doing? How's everybody feeling on a Monday? Nice sunshiny day in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Spring only a few weeks away. All kinds of fun stuff uh, coming up here on the program today. I hope, fingers crossed, I think we'll be able to get through a couple of hours just fine. Here on the Workday Red Zone, thanks for tuning in with us today on the Ticket Radio Network. Of course, uh, in addition to all the places you can find us on your radio dial, don't forget you can stream us online at 953theticket.com. And in addition to that, you can take us with you on the go. Download the TuneIn app, search K-N-E-A, and you're going to be all set. If you would like to shout at us today, and I hope you do, 9303776 is the number to give us a ring on the Ritter Communications hotline. You can also check in with us on social media, facebook.com slash 953theticket, and on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. You can also use the hashtag WDRZ to find today's KavanaughCars.com question. We'll throw that question out in for you in a moment, but I uh, need to do the introductions first. I'm Kara, joined in studio by producer Andrew Bowen, who's going to be here with us this week. Hey, hey. Glad to be back. He left working on the Olympics and got thrown into the fire here at EAB. Yeah, I, I really did, but you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm not complaining. I'm never, I never complain, ever. There you go. Happy to do it. That's it's. It's a wonderful state of mind. I'm a yes man. There you go. <laughs> hey, uh, it certainly benefits us here. Uh, Kate Carlton on the road. You'll hear from him this week on the ticket. Uh, just maybe at some different times than than normal. Uh, let's get caught up on some headlines, of which there are several going on right now in regards to local sports. We'll start, of course, with Arkansas State. Basketball closed out its regular season on a high note as both the men's and women's teams picked up wins over the weekend. On Friday in Jonesboro, the A-State men closed with a strong second-half defensive performance to help secure a 62-60 winner over Appalachian State. Desi Seals, your leading scorer there with 16 points. Meanwhile, in in Arlington Saturday, Jaira Washington, Lauren Pendleton combined to score 51 points to power the Red Wolves to an 82-75 win over UTA. Uh, Fans can hear the latest on the teams at tonight's Live with the Red Wolves at Lost Pizza on Southwest Drive. Coach Mike Bellotta will be there. Destiny Rogers originally scheduled to be, but they are actually on the road now to Pensacola. But uh, I'm sure you'll get plenty of talk on those regular season finales as well as the upcoming Sunbelt Conference tournaments from 6 to 7. The program will also air on 107.9 KFON. Also some good news. Uh, to share with you today from Arkansas State Women's Basketball, and it is that Lauren Pendleton has been recognized as the league's freshman of the year. She ranked 15th in the league with uh, 12.3 points per game, fourth in three-point shooting. And she is actually A-State's first freshman of the year selection since Julie Haygood in 1997. The men's awards coming out at 2 o'clock this afternoon. More on that later. One more thing to look forward to while we're going through the list. Sunbelt Conference football schedules drop at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Elsewhere, though, uh, for A-State, one more note here. No baseball scores to report. Of course, weekend's games were completely wiped out due to unplayable field conditions. So the home opener, Lord willing, is now set for tomorrow against Mississippi Valley State. 
Elsewhere, Arkansas remains in contention for the SEC regular season title after Saturday's 75-73 win over Kentucky. J.D. Note, a big game. Uh, 30 points, 8 assists. Also, Jalen Williams with a double-double in the victory. I love Mondays because, look, it's it's an easy day. There's a million things we get to recap. There's, there's not that, not that I, I could mail it in, not that I will be mailing it in today by any stretch, but uh, you could pretty much just about read headlines here for two hours and make it through the day, although uh, we obviously will not be doing that. But we referenced women's basketball news earlier. Again, men's basketball news coming out at 2 o'clock. And look, st- strange things happen in this world from time to time. And there is nothing in this world that is 100% certain except, of course, death and taxes. But that being said, it would be one of the greatest shockers in Sunbelt Conference history if Norshad Omir was not named the Player of the Year. He was the preseason Conference Player of the Year. I believe he won the weekly honor four different times this year. And we're about to go and look through some of the stats that make him so special from a numerical perspective. Of course, if you saw him with your own eyes at any point in time this season, you know about the athleticism and the power and how his game is developed from last year, but we'll put a numerical twist on it as well. But I want to know today for our KavanaughCars.com question, what word would you use to describe A-State's North Shadowmere? Again, the player who is most likely, and at least definitely should be, the Sun Belt Men's Basketball Player of the Year. Again, uh, some numbers for you here in just a moment. As uh, I've been lurking through some Mark Taylor tweets where he's pointed out uh, all of the fantastic things that Omir has done this season that we'll go through here in just a moment. But uh, we do have our phone lines open at 930-3776. We'll start today with a phone call from Miss Lisa. How are you? Well, I'm great. It was a good weekend for me. We beat Kentucky. J.D. Note about, oh, 30 minutes ago was named the National Player of the Week. Uh-huh. I, I don't know if you knew that or not. Yes, I follow but, a lot of, of, of Razorback media on social well, media. Well, you should have announced that when you <laughs> came on. Well. And, um. Uh, and then uh, the SEC also, Arkansas won the SEC track championship in indoor. Uh-huh. So I guess they all like them and ASU and everybody like that. Now those to the uh, national, am I correct? Yes, you don't necessarily automatically go as, as a team. Well, I don't know how it works in, in as far as a team, but... You individual student athletes have to hit different qualifying marks, and they take in indoor they take a smaller number of competitors than in outdoor. But if you're if you're ranked at like at the top sixteen, I think in your race or your jump or your whatever, then you get invited to the indoor championships. Well, I hope I hope both schools have players representing Arkansas. I hope so too. But anyway, I don't know if anyone besides JD Note. Uh, from Arkansas, I was trying to think back. I'll have to Google it. Have ever won National Player of the Week? I'm I'm sure there have been, but I I don't remember any lately. Do you? I not lately, but I I wonder if there might be already something up on the Arkansas website um, that might have more information on that. Uh, I, I mean, look, thirty points and, and eight assists is 
awfully well and it was more than that it was like coach cat said he it was the mental toughness he showed it was the calmness he portrayed it was just it was more than points and assists and blocks and he was just he had a day in Jalen Williams well I tell you what he and I'll say this and I'll get off here he had such a good day that, you know, he's the recipient of the J.D. J.B. Hunt uh, NIL fund that he reached his uh, bonus. Okay. And the bonus is two and a half million dollars. I, I, I can't comprehend it, but God bless the kid. That's all I can say is God bless him. Thank you for taking my call. Thanks, Miss Lisa. Just a quick note on that. Uh, no note on the Arkansas website on their on their side in terms of national honors. It does mention that it's Note's first career weekly SEC honor, third by the Razorback this season. But switching gears again, today's CavanaughCars.com question is related to North Shadow Mirror. Again, what word would you use to describe him as a player? And that's what we're going to focus on today. Uh, I'm going to throw some numbers at you. You know I like my numbers. And I'll try not to bombard you with numbers. But at the same time, if uh, even even if you have seen him out in person, I feel like this kind of starts to paint a clearer picture of, of where he's at, not just from an Arkansas State perspective, but from a Sunbelt Conference perspective as well. Uh, rebounding, of course, we know is is his specialty. And he finished with 199 rebounds just in Sunbelt Conference play this season. That's only 15 games. So he's a 10th player in league history to do that. Of course, the league dates back to the early 90s. But the thing here is that the other nine played at least three more league games than he did. His 13.3 rebounds per game are highest in the league's history. He's the first player in Sunbelt history to average 19 or more points and 13 or more rebounds per game in league play. Again, 13.3 was the rebounding number, 19.1 in points. He finishes league play, ranked first in rebounds, first in field goal percentage. He's second in points per game, third in blocks per game, and fifth in steals. Who does that? Who does blocks and steals? Yeah, that's Rebounds that's absurd. and steals. That's absurd. <laughs> Again, he's in the top five in five different statistical categories. No other player ranks in the top five in more than three of these cat- categories. Uh, looking at, you know, A-State history, he is one of just two players ever to have 50 blocks and 40 steals in a single season. He finishes, uh, well, actually, I'm not sure about his total number here. But uh, we'll look at that here in just a moment. Actually, I'll tell you what. I do have the stats pulled up. Uh, finishing up this season, he finished with 56 blocks and 43 steals on the season. The only other player to ever do it was Freddie Hicks, who did it in 98-99, 63 blocks, 42 steals. It's the 10th time all day that a Sunbelt player has done it, but he's the first player to do it in over a decade. You go back a couple of games ago when he just had that absolutely insane... 23 point, 15 rebound, 5 steal, 5 block, and 3 assist performance. 
five blocks and five steals in a game doesn't happen very much at the D1 level. In fact, it's only happened 18 times since the 2010-2011 season. But he was the only player to do it with 15 or more rebounds and 20 or more points. The only one in that time frame that's ever done it. There's so many more things you can look at, both from a Sunbelt perspective, from a national perspective, but there's a lot of, there, there's been some conversations towards the end of the year of where he ranks, you know, all time in Arkansas State program history. And this is one of those questions that I am not qualified to speak on because some of the great players in, in program history played before, well, some of them before I was alive. Uh, some of them during times where I didn't go as much, some when I was a child and I don't really remember. But in terms of, of rebounding and, and where he's at, you know, he's going to go down as, as one of the all-time greats. Uh, he is finishing this year with, in, in the, the regular season, 323 total rebounds. It's the fifth best season in program history. He'd have to hit 20 to move into the top three over Arkansas State Sunbelt Tournament run, it is not out of the realm of possibility by any stretch of the imagination. Additionally, when you look at career rebounding leaders, again, Omir's career at this point in time is two years old. But he is already a top 15 player in Arkansas State career rebounding history. So you size up all of this, and you look at all the things that he is able to do. All of the different ways that he can impact a game. All of the different things that if you've seen him play, you know don't even show up in, in, a, in a box score, in a statistical summary. Again, today's KavanaughCars.com question. What word would you use to describe a state's Omir? We're going to hit pause on, uh, well, on everything. We need to take a break and we'll come back and we'll recap a regular season ending winner for the Red Wolves against Appalachian State. More on that when we return. Keep it here with us on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Hello, this is Bob Moore with More Air Conditioning. Heating issues when the temperature drops interrupt your life in more ways than one. We're here to help. When you need your heating system repaired, you need it fast. Get more assurance with the Moore Same Day Guarantee. We'll send a licensed and trained technician to your home the same day you call or you don't pay a service fee. That's the Moore Assurance Guarantee. Creating comfort one home at a time call more air conditioning today 870-336-2023 air choice one has been your hometown airline for over a decade and is now offering service to nashville and st louis from the jonesboro municipal airport the new nashville service starts march 1st with daily flights except wednesdays air choice one offers affordable fares for both nashville and st louis fly to st louis with fares as low as 39.78 or fly to nashville for 48.38 visit airchoice1.com to book your tickets now air choice one is proud to be serving jonesboro we look forward to having you fly with us welcome aboard 
Home buyers throughout Northeast Arkansas continue to praise the team at First Financial Mortgage. Here's what Angela had to say. We bought and refinanced through First Financial Mortgage. It was an easy, stress-free process both times. We will continue to use them and refer everyone to them. I also had a friend getting a mortgage from a bank, and she was having a horrible experience. I gave them the number for Mary at First Financial Mortgage, and now they own their own house, which relieves so much stress for them. Call Mary Tucker today, 935-7808. First Financial Mortgage, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Hey, this is Angie Gallagher with United Country Scenic Rivers Realty. Are you looking for property in the hills for a weekend getaway? You have to check out these listings I have. One is three and a half acres on the Spring River at Hardy that could be a great building site with amazing bluff views. Or how about five acres near the Harold Alexander Wildlife Management Area for only fifteen five? It even has owner financing. You don't want to miss these great properties, so call me, Angie Gallagher, at 870-219-5159. And don't forget to check them out on my website at unitedcountryozarks.com. Hi, it's Tara from Harris Ford. Hey, this is George Strait. At Harris Ford, we love George Strait, and we know you do too. And Harris Ford wants to give you the opportunity to win some free tickets to go see the King of Country. March 18th, all you have to do to qualify is take a test drive in any of our new or pre-owned vehicles. When you do, Harris Ford will put your name in the drawing box. Buy a vehicle and get three entries. You could win a pair of George Strait tickets. Come see us at Harris Ford for contest rule. Exit 85 in Newport. You'll like what we do. Your vehicle is a personal and important investment. At Central Collision Center, we're more than collision repair. We do everything from minor paint touch-ups and windshield replacements to framework. We're committed to customer satisfaction and provide the highest quality of service. At Central Collision Center, we provide honest and expert auto care and offer a written lifetime warranty and on-site rental car arrangements. Stop by or give us a call today to schedule your free estimate. Central Collision Center, professional, convenient, reliable. Find Central Chevrolet on Stadium and online at centralcollisionctr.com. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Several different things we are looking forward to on today's show as Karen and Andrew are here with you. Uh, Two o'clock today is when the Sunbelt Conference will announce its men's basketball awards again. I cannot wrap my head around a world where North Shadowmere does not win that award. Uh, more in just a moment. But also, uh, looking ahead to tomorrow, going to be a busy morning. And, and I don't know exactly how we'll phrase tomorrow's KavanaughCars.com question, but... Uh, it's going to be Sunbelt and Arkansas State football related because that schedule drops at 9 a.m. So we do already know Arkansas State's non-conference opponents, but of course everybody waiting, waiting tomorrow to see are those SB3 going to be on that schedule or not. Of course, right now, Marshall and Old Dominion and Southern Miss are on Conference USA's upcoming football schedule. So are they going to be... <laughs> The first team that I've seen in my lifetime that I remember that end up on two different conference schedules. Well, Be a little, little awkward. A little, little awkward. <laughs> Just little <ooh>. awkward. <laughs> but that is that is a story that we will be discussing throughout uh, tomorrow's Tuesday edition of the Workday Red Zone. So it's it's fun when you already know going into a week what your week looks like. And and I can even go further than that. By the way, just an early heads up. We will not be with you on Wednesday. 
uh, due to the start of the Arkansas State uh, women's basketball run in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. We'll talk more on uh, the women's team in the second hour of the program and I'm crossing my fingers. We're not going to be here with you Friday as well. So uh, we'll talk about that schedule coming up later. But uh, focusing on the men here for a minute, of course, Friday night was the last night of the regular season for Arkansas State as they hosted Appalachian State at First National Bank Arena. And, you know, the way this game started out, it I don't really remember anything, you know, in, in the first half that, really got my attention in necessarily a a positive or a excuse me or a negative way it was just the game unfolded it was a back and forth battle a state was up for a little bit it was one of those games of runs then Appalachian State charged back and uh you you looked at it and you just thought all right well the second half is going to be you know how is Arkansas State going to handle this first half wasn't uh it was it was fine but it wasn't necessarily great you know the Mountaineers were five of 12 from three uh, you certainly don't want to see your opponent hitting more than 40% of, of their three-pointers. So you knew at the second half that Arkansas State was going to have to do things just a little bit better to be able to come out on top in that game. And credit the Red Wolves because they did, uh, particularly defensively. The second half of that game, Arkansas State just just locked down on defense. Uh, App only made seven shots in the entire second half. They did go 9-10. From the from the stripe, and that was what kept them in it, because A State actually held them to you know zero of their last seven, and did not allow them to make a field goal over the final six minutes and thirty nine seconds. You usually are not stretches like that don't happen, and and that's a situation where you big time big time credit the Arkansas State defense. Now, A-State at the end of that game, you know, they they did just enough. And one of the things that helped out is that it was really just a team win uh, in the sense that you had, of course, you know, great play by, by Desi Seals. And you had, you know, good ball handling from Caleb Fields, five assists, one turnover. Uh, Marquise Eaton was 6 of 11 from the floor in that game. Marquise Davis uh, didn't necessarily have a monster stat line, but he had one of the most thunderous dunks I've seen all season in person. Malcolm Farrington came off the bench, hit some monster threes, and Antoine Jackson, towards the end of that game, got the biggest rebound of his career (laughs) at one point to help be able to close out that game. So it wasn't by any stretch, you know, a a dominant performance. It was a two-point win, but... It was a game that Arkansas State really, really, really needed. Uh, it was a game against one of the top teams in the Sunbelt Conference. App State finishes second this season in the standings. And, and of course, it sends you into the Sunbelt Conference Tournament with just a little bit of momentum. So, again, it was uh, it was good stuff all around for the Red Wolves Friday night at First National Bank Arena. Also, had to to the crowd. The crowd. It was a really good crowd. Um, that makes things significantly more enjoyable for everybody involved uh, when you can have a good crowd when they're into it. Of course, the officials usually help because the Boo Birds were out like three minutes into the game. So when you have a crowd that's united against the officiating and you have that awesome us against them vibe, it's just... Um, you can't beat it. No, it's you pretty entertaining. It, yeah. It's pretty entertaining. So hat tip to the crowd for that as they were phenomenal in that game. Uh, what else? 
stands out about that one. It one thing that was interesting in in I'm take a moment here to kind of tip of the cap to App State. They didn't, you know, shut down Omir in the two games that they that they uh, faced him, but they did about as good of a job on a consistent basis as keeping him of keeping him in check as anybody in the league. Uh, he finished this game with 11 points and eight rebounds. And I want to say when A State played there, he did get a double double, but it was like 11 points and 10 rebounds. It was a, a really low number. A uh, part of that is because you know App plays at such a deliberate pace that it is really difficult to just have a standout statistical performance because there's just not that many points and rebounds up for grabs. Like, they're just so deliberate with everything. So that's one of the reasons that you see the lower numbers there. But they did get him to foul out in both contests. Um, he played most of that game in Boone. If I, even, even with the foul out, he played like 38 minutes. But he was only on the court in this one for 26 minutes. And they were able to get to him a little bit and uh, make him commit some fouls. And they did a good job and kind of gave people, you know, a potential blue, blueprint on on how to handle him. But, you know, that being said, you had enough players step up in this game that it kind of kind of mitigated that. He did still finish with two blocks, two steals, <laughs> 11 points, and eight rebounds because he is just consistently over and over filled up a box score. And we saw that Friday night as well. Again, our KavanaughCars.com question today, what word? would you use to describe A-State's Norshad Omir? Looking ahead now, of course, uh, Sunbelt Conference Tournament coming up. And, and with that win, of course, we knew going into going into that game that Arkansas State could not finish in the top four and receive a first-round bye. But uh, they end up in the sixth spot. So they're going to play ULM now for the third time this year. Kind of an interesting series in this one. A-State won there. ULM won here, and now you're going to have a neutral site game to see who is able to advance to the Sunbelt Conference quarterfinals, but more on that coming up in just a moment. I tell you what, uh, we do have some Bellotto audio. I thought I was saving it for the next segment, but I'm not. In fact, I'm just, I'm stalling for no reason here, as, <laughs> as I would like to get into that and, and hear A-State's head coach's thoughts on the win, he starts out with with a recap, as he normally does. Thanks the opposing team, credits him, and then talks about what his team did on Friday night to be able to find success. Well, first of all, you know, a lot of respect for App State. Obviously, I think Dustin Kearns is doing a phenomenal job. They're very good, so talented offensively, um, very physical, and you know they're they're twelve and six for a reason. So. Uh, but tonight was a really good night for our team. Really proud of the way we played, especially defensively in the second half. Um, you know, everybody came in and contributed. Um, I thought our guards won it tonight, you know, both defensively and controlling the ball. Uh, even though between them they had eight turnovers, they made plays when they needed to. I thought Fields was phenomenal. I thought Eaton was very efficient. And Desi Seals had a phenomenal game. He was all over the place. Looked like Dwayne Wade out there. Um, defensively and flying around and you know just his energy was so high and that just feeds off uh, other guys feed off him and you know Norshad we look at 11 and 8 uh, he had a rough uh, night with foul trouble but he made some big baskets Fields had a huge pass to him for a dunk put us up four and then he had two huge blocks you know that were able to get us back to possession so he did his job um, 
you know, throughout the game. And Antoine Jackson came in and gave us great minutes as well. Five rebounds and Marquise Davis. So, and, you know, everybody played. And Malcolm Farrington with three threes was huge too. So, really proud of my guys. We needed to end this one on a, on a victory, getting some momentum going into the conference tournament. But I wanted to end the last regular season game with a win, obviously, at home. Um, so, really proud of it. Now we're focused on, uh, on our opponent on Thursday. More from Bilotto here. We mentioned Arkansas State uh, really was able to perform better uh, second half defensively. And, in fact, uh, we talked with Desi Seals and Marquis Heaton after the game. And, and Desi said, you know, it wasn't a game where they, like, reinvented the wheel or anything, you know. They just executed better in the second half. Stuck with the same game plan, but were able to do it in a better way. And uh, Mike Bilotto talks about what was different for the Red Wolves in the second half. I think, well, I went with Davis. I thought Marquise Davis did a, a phenomenal job because he's really long and athletic, and he can make up a lot of ground based on his um, athleticism. So even if he gets beat on a step or even if he's late a little bit on a switch, he's so uh, instinctive that he makes up for a lot of that. And the second thing was uh, going with four guards. I think playing app is big because their four man is basically a guard. And Keese can guard a bigger guard. You know, Donovan Gregory is really good. So he's like a 6'4", kind of in-between player. I mean, Keese and Desi have the body for that. And then, you know, Desi was able to guard Adrian Delph enough for him to – he got 19, but, you know, he took 12 shots to get it. So those were the two keys, I thought. You know, I thought it was playing – starting Davis and having him start the second half – and then playing four guards were the biggest difference for us defensively and then offensively too. Malcolm, if, if, I think all the threes he hit was when he was basically at the four or Keith, whatever you want to call it, the, the swing forward, whatever you want to call it, because they were able to, you know, drive and spray it. So he was able to get some threes off, and I think that helped us. One thing about App, and again, credit them for this, but they're a really hard team to defend because they, they again, are so methodical. So... You just have to be so focused taking uh, matching up with them on defense because they're a team that is still able to find shots, you know, 25 seconds into the shot clock. And that's usually when you start to see other teams get a little panicky. All right, we haven't taken a shot yet. Clock's about to expire. App has no problem waiting until there's seven, six, five seconds left on the shot clock and then still finding a way for those to go in. In the first half, those shots were going in. And I know personally I felt a little bit demoralized. You're like, man... Two seconds left on the shot clock, and I've just got a, a bucket. But in the second half, we did not see that as much Friday night. In that game uh, Friday, one of the big reasons A-State was able to get a win was was because of, of Desi. 7 of 12 from the floor. He finished with 16 points, uh, 3 assists, 4 steals. And if somehow you're one of the few people I'm talking to right now that, that has not seen Desi Seals play, Desi is at his best when he is like towing the line of out of control um when he is just literally like flying around the court that is when he is at his best sometimes can that lead to turnovers yeah but it can also lead to some really spectacular plays um some really aggressive plays on defense and some fantastic finishes at the rim and so I asked Mike Bellotto I was like all right what's what is the fine line there in in Desi uh, in terms of kind of pushing it on on being out of control Desi is the type of player that plays better when he believes his coach believes in him and when he makes a mistake he knows it you got to allow him to make three because then he makes six good plays so as long as the three aren't back to back to back <laughs> i'll live with it 
So he'll make one in the first half, maybe one at the end of the first half, maybe one. You know, he shot that three. We probably shouldn't have shot it or threw out of bounds. You know what I mean? But he's doing it with good intention. But at the end of the day, if you if you tell him to calm down, if you tell him to back off, it takes completely away of who he is. So I trust him. Um, I know he's going to make great plays. I know he's going to do the right thing for the most for the most part. And I, I allow my guys to play through mistakes, uh, and they got to believe that I believe in them because I think that if guys don't, they're really going to struggle when it comes to uh, making plays at the right time. So with him, it's a high risk, high reward, but I love the reward, so I let him kind of play a little bit. Just a couple more clips here from Mike Bellotto. Uh He credits you know, the team's communication as being a factor as to why they were able to come out on top Friday and talked about how going through previously and in, in walkthroughs uh, prior to that. Then, Huge. Oh, sorry. You go ahead. I, I got distracted. Didn't really have that much more to contribute to that hit play. <laughs> um, you know, I've, I want to say this is year five for me, and I've really tried to understand um, my team. And, you know, I, I've, I've said it before. If this was me two, three years ago, probably would have practiced, probably would have been upset, probably would have been after them. You know, this team is very mature. They know me by now. I got senior guards. I got guys that started from here for three years. Desi Seals is mature. North Charlotte is mature. So I really made it a point to uh, do a walkthrough because I don't know at this point in the season beating each other up because what happens is when you lose, they want to get back out and play well. So what happens is when you practice, practice is going to be great. We've had great practices after losses every time because they, they're upset that they lost. And they, what happens is we end up beating up on each other for an hour and a half. And what good is that going to do with a game less than 24 hours away? So we made a decision to make it a cerebral practice, do a lot of walkthrough, a lot of communication, a lot of talk, a lot of film. And I, I thought it played dividends in the second half. You're right, because they shot 25%. And I didn't see anybody out there you know, gasping for air. Um, you know, They played through some fatigue. We had some media timeouts. And they didn't make mistakes because of fatigue. And I think a, a little bit of that had to do because of yesterday's approach. So will we do that all the time? I don't know. I thought yesterday was just a feeling. You know, it was just one of those inklings that I, that I had. And uh, it was right this time. It could be wrong the next time. But, you know, I think this team deserves uh, a coach that allows their legs and their bodies to recover because they know what they need to do. And yesterday was one of those talk practices that I thought was really good for us. So, and it helped us uh, – you know, down the stretch, make shots, make free throws, and also uh, get some stops. Again, Arkansas State now uh, has a date with ULM, and we'll talk more about the Warhawks in just a moment and uh, the way the rest of that bracket looks. But uh, Mike Bellotto, just a quick thought on matching up with ULM again. They got us at home. Um, they're going to be a full strength. Uh, Elijah Gonzalez did not play the last two games, so he, they'll be a full strength. Uh, I told the guys, the guys were very happy in the locker room. For the win, they were laughing, joking around. I told them where, what seed we are and who we're playing, and the mood in the locker room completely changed. So that's all I can say. All I can say is that they're looking forward to it, and so am I. That was Mike Bellotto following Arkansas State's 62-60 winner over App State on Friday. More on the bracket when we come back. Keep it here with us on The Ticket. Northeast Arkansas Sports Station is 95.3 The Ticket. Cooler weather is here, but that doesn't mean it's time to put up the clubs. NEA Golf Cars has all the accessories for the golfer who knows there is no off-season. Go by NEA Golf Cars and see their selection of windshields, rain covers, and countless other manufacturer original parts. And if it's time to park your cart, bring it to NEA Golf Cars for service to make sure there are no surprises next spring. And as always, you can check out their selection of new golf cars, including the Onward Series from Club Cars. 
more. Call 236-GOLF or get by NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragool. Attention members and guests. Make plans for Live with the Red Wolves Monday night from 6 to 7 at Lost Pizza on Southwest Drive. Join women's coach Destiny Rogers, men's coach Mike Bellotto, and a special player guest. And listen on 107.9 K5. Plus, audience members can win prizes from textbook brokers. It's all at Lost Pizza Monday night at 6 during Live with the Red Wolves, presented by the Arkansas Department of Health and sponsored by Crown Limousine, Vision Care Center, Farmers and Merchants Bank, Stanley Woodard Law Firm, and Blue Cross Blue Shield agent Woody Harrelson. Grain prices continue their rise. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. March corn at 703 and a half up 44 with May corn at 690 and three quarters up 35. March soybeans at 1650 up 59 and three quarters with May soybeans at 1646 up 61 and a half. March wheat at 922 and a quarter up 79 and a quarter. May wheat at 928 up 68 and a quarter. May cotton at 119.49 up 86 with July cotton at 116.10 up 76. March rice at 1522 and a half up 11 and a half with May rice at 1552 up 10 and a half. Moving on to livestock now, February live cattle at 140.55, up 122 and a half. April live cattle at 140.75, down 117 and a half. March feeder cattle at 156.82 and a half, down 320. April feeder cattle at 160.60, down 415. April lean hogs at 104.27 and a half, up 60, with May lean hogs at 108.67 and a half, up 85. That's your EAB Noon Market Report. I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. Let's talk about America. Not taxes or tweets or the issues that divide us, but how incredible our country is. Left, right, up, down, state lines to winding coastlines. Whether you come home to a crowded city street, tree-lined suburb, or sleepy small town, everyone deserves to live in a clean, green, and thriving community. And we all share in the responsibility to create beauty that ripples from one neighborhood to another and one block to the next. We are Keep America Beautiful, the nonprofit working with millions of people just like you to end littering, improve recycling, and beautify our communities. Because every mindful action and sustainable habit has a positive impact, and it all adds up. Learn how you can join Keep America Beautiful at kab.org. Together, we can do beautiful things. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back. Hey, it's the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Andrew with you, 930-3776. Today's KavanaughCars.com question. What word would you use to describe a state's North Shadow Mirror? Matt on Twitter throws out the word unicorn, which, of course, unicorns in, I guess, fictional literature, movies, television, whatever. They are mythical beings that uh, don't exist anywhere. <laughs> that was uh, that was Jaron Jackson's nickname, too. It was yeah. because he's he's a he is a huge guy that can shoot and shoot well from outside. In Omir's case, he is a large man that can make uh, defensive steals. Which again is something. The, the reason you could apply a unicorn in this case, a lot of times it's it's used at the NBA level to describe you know big men who are shooters that are you know a, a type of player we didn't see yeah. a decade ago. In Omir's case, the unicorn label I think applies very fairly to his ability to rebound and block, but then also get steals as well. We went through the numbers at the beginning of the show. 
discussing about how rarely it is that you see players that rank, you know, in the top five of their league in both blocks and steals. It is, it is an anomaly. It does not happen. So good answer from Matt on Twitter. You can continue to chime in with us there at Kara underscore Rich or uh, also on the phone tonight, 303-776. With the, the win on Friday, that means Arkansas State is now the sixth seed in this week's Sun Belt Conference Tournament coming your way from the Pensacola Base Center in Pensacola. They're going to face ULM, and this is going to be a really interesting matchup. In addition to the fact that we all get to relearn how to say Metz-Clarisha-Vili one more time this season, uh, it's also, of course, a series that Arkansas State split in, you know, a, a really interesting way in the sense that uh, road wins in the Sun Belt are tough to come by at times, and A-State had a monster performance on the road to pick up a win at ULM. 90-83 to was the final there back on January the 8th, so right at the beginning of league play. Uh, Marquis Eaton went nuts, 25 points. He likes playing against ULM. Omir, 24 points, 11 rebounds, 4 blocks. So you had some of your key players just put up monster numbers in that game. Again, the win was in Monroe. The loss was in Jonesboro, as it was the aforementioned Metzglerie-Chavili that hit a late 3 and uh, sent ULM to a 60-59 win over A-State. Uh, Omir had a monster game. In that game, uh, he finished with 26 points. No, 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 no. I have it backwards. 23 points and 26 rebounds, which is just insane. But uh, A-State's guards did not shoot very well at all in that game. In fact, a combined 5-4-34. And that'll get you beat. And that is how ULM won that game in Jonesboro. Uh, we'll get to more on that bracket here in just a moment. But let us go back to the Ritter Communications Hotline. And shout at Wayne. Hey, Wayne. Hey, Kara. First of all, I'd like to brag on you. Uh, I worked in radio back 30 years ago for about eight years. You're the only sports broadcaster that acts, that asks tough questions, and it's not totally a sunshine pumper. And I'm glad that we've got three or four radio shows a day. I mean, if people have asked me that 30 years ago, I'd have said no way. But uh, I do have a, a critique. But what was your question of the day again? What word would you use to describe Norshad Omir? I think he's a generational-type talent. Okay. A very good friend of mine is an ex-basketball coach. I'm not going to say who, from the Memphis area. And he actually said that A-State has two players that could uh, start on any Sun Belt team no matter what, and uh, I'm talking Desi Seals and Omir. Mm -hmm. But I'm very disappointed with all the talent that we've had coming back and experience. We're just not a really reliable, good team. Our guard play has been terrible this year, and if they don't make some shots, we'll be lucky to make it past the first game. And uh, let me go on a little bit further. I'm going to make some people probably mad, but if you look at statistics, and statistics don't lie, uh, Coach Bellotto is actually 10 or 11 games below 500 after five years. If you can't win this year with the talent we've got, consistently win, you know, what, what can you say? And for some reason, and I've done thousands and thousands because I'm a construction guy of 
donated work for the athletic department, mainly on the old uh, south end zone uh, football complex and uh, weight room. Mm -hmm. So I think that I have a right to have a say. In fact, uh, I disagree with Brad Bobo when he said two and a half, three weeks ago, uh, I would never want the team to lose so we can get a different coach. I would never do that because I bleed scarlet and black. But I think we have a right to have a say-so that, you know, if a coach is underperforming, you got to go to plan B because the guy's making about 400000 a year. I have a question, Kara. Uh-huh. Would they retain the coach at Murray State with this record or Southwest Missouri State, Wichita State? I mean, if you – if you can win in Murray, you know, Kentucky, why can't you win here consistently at A-State like we used to uh, back in the Catalina days? So, anyway, I didn't mean to be long-winded, but I did want to say my piece. I, I've been told that Coach Bellotto was a really nice guy. He probably is. I've never really met him. But uh, we need a standard of excellence up here at A-State. You either perform or sorry, but you got to go. For instance, in football – Georgia Southern, because they have a standard of excellence, fires their coach three games into the year this year. So, you know, why don't we have those that criteria here? Because, you know, they're not making 10 bucks an hour. <laughs> so, anyway, Kara, I'll shut up and see what you have to say. Hey, I appreciate the phone call today, Wayne. Don't be a stranger, all right? Okay, well, thank you much. We'll see you. Um, a, a couple different things to, to – follow up on and we'll kind of start at how that phone call ended and work backwards Georgia Southern did fire their coach early this year but there were also some mitigating circumstances in the fact that you had a player riding around on a bus drinking a beer before the game and so it was really bad optics however the overall point still stands because if you go back to their previous coach you know they had they had a guy named Tyson Summers at the helm of their program for not very long at all I mean I don't even think he lasted three seasons and they fired him about maybe 70 percent of the way through the through year three um, if I recall correctly because he just was not winning at the clip that the Georgia Southern administration was okay with so they parted ways Uh, in terms of the basketball um, look I know Murray State's having a great season and uh, I know Wayne just mentioned some other programs that I'm not uh, I'm not as familiar with their year-to-year expectations and things like that but to put a Sunbelt uh, perspective on it, you know, App State is, of course, the team that A-State just beat over the weekend, but uh, they're going to finish with the number two seed in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. They won the tournament uh, last year. They were a surprise team to win, and they did it in just the second year of the Dustin Kearns era at App. Kearns replaced a coach by the name of, of Jim Fox, who had a career record below 500. So after five years, they did not extend him. Uh, they just moved on. Now, to be fair, his his record considerably worse over, over five years than, than Mike Bellotto's. But prior to that, uh, they had a coach by the name of Jason Capel. He only lasted four years because he was 53 and 70, and they parted ways. So uh, the overall point, you know, are there schools that are peers of Arkansas State that move on faster um, if the win total is not what they expected? then yes, Wayne, uh, there definitely are. I don't know what is going to come next for Arkansas State basketball. We could be looking at an offseason where Tom Bowen has to make zero new hires or one new hire or two new hires 
as, of course, Arkansas State basketball. Uh, women's basketball currently has an interim situation as well. I don't know enough about Bowen to know which direction he's going to lead. I don't know about what all is going to factor into his criteria, what all kind of feedback he is getting from uh, the fan base, both the, you know, um, especially the big budget donors, because, look, they have more say in things than you and I do. So I don't know how this is going to work out. I, I truly do not. I just hope that a decision is made quickly after the program and we can find out, uh, or after the season, excuse me, and we can find out what kind of direction that the program is going to go in for the upcoming year. I, I've said this before. I'm never going to call for a coach's head, barring, you know, a situation where there is serious misconduct. Um, I have good relationships with these coaches. As a person, I like Mike Bellotto. He's great to us in the media. I agree. But I know that some of you have concerns over the win-loss record, and I'm certainly not going to downplay that either. It's it's a huge offseason coming up for Arkansas State Athletics. We've got to take a break. We'll be back here in just a moment to wrap up this hour on the Workday Red Zone. We're the station that loves bat flips, transition threes, and end zone dances. One, two, three. It's Northeast Arkansas's sports station. 95.3. The Ticket. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. We are just under one month away from March Madness, but no one player has really played his way into college basketball stardom. Over the last couple of years, we've been treated to stars like Zion Williamson at Duke and Trey Young at Oklahoma. We don't really have anybody like that this year. But that doesn't mean March won't be madness. We're used to star power, but the lack of star power has created a lot of parity, and that's exciting. On Saturday, for instance, seven of the nation's top 10 teams were upset. In college basketball, we've become used to the star players dominating, and that's led to a consensus favorite on a yearly basis. That's not going to be the case this year. There are several teams with a great chance to win it all. No one team has separated themselves so far, and while that might make it hard for your average college basketball fan to follow, it could make for one of the more competitive March madnesses we've had in quite some time. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. And now, and now, a message from Discover about real rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something that you actually want and something that you can actually use, something like cashback match. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, because when it comes to rewards, you can't go wrong with cash back. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations to apply. Is your current home loan the right fit for you? Near historic low rates may be a great reason to refinance, but when matched with an expertly chosen loan from Loan Depot, you could be saving money and paying more towards the bottom line. Call a Loan Depot loan officer and ask about our 27-year smart term loan or our 10-year arm loan. Get a great rate matched with a great loan by calling 866-888-LOAN or visit Loan Depot. At Loan Depot, home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 174. Save up to $90 instantly at Plaza Tire Service on eligible Firestone tires. Exclusively at Plaza Tire Service, save $60 instantly when you buy four eligible Firestone tires. Increase your savings to $90 when you use your Plaza Tire Service card. Offer valid February 1st to 28th, 2022. Cannot combine with other offers. Subject to credit approval. See store for complete details. The best service, biggest selection, and the lowest prices. Your best deal on Firestone tires plus up to $90 in instant savings is at Plaza Tire Service. 
You've got a lot riding on how well your car gets repaired. When you choose Stadium Auto Body after an accident, you know you've chosen the best body shop in Northeast Arkansas. Stadium Auto Body is iCar Gold Class certified, meaning our auto body professionals have current, up-to-date training that contributes to complete, safe, and quality repairs. Accidents happen. We're what happens next. Stadium Auto Body in Jonesboro and StadiumAutoBody.com. Stadium Auto Body, take care of you. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Uh, Just a couple of minutes here left in this noon hour. So uh, coming up in the second hour of the program, we're going to talk some A-State women's basketball with you. Again, Lauren Pendleton named the Freshman of the Year. Earlier today, Trinity Jackson uh, recognized as a third-team selection in the league. So uh, they wrapped up their regular season on a really, really high note. And uh, I can't wait to talk to that. Talk to you all about that coming up in the second hour of the program. Today's CavanaughCars.com question, what word would you use to describe A-State's North Shadow Mirror? Jake keeps it, keeps it simple and just says baller. So, <laughs> okay. I uh, mean, it's a good, good yeah. description. <laughs> I feel like uh, again that Omir is is a lock for today's Sunbelt Conference Player of the Year award. Of course, he was the preseason Player of the Year. We went back at the beginning of the show and looked at so many of the different statistical things that he has done this year that that is just mind blowing. But but one thing I, I'm kind of interested about, and I don't know exactly who all would be in the running for this award but we talked about you know his ability to to block and his ability to to um, have steals as well and and force the opponent into turnovers I'm curious where he falls in the rankings in terms of you know the the defensive player of the year pecking order because again steals and blocks you know being in the top five of both of those categories that is not something you see so all in all, you know, they're going to give out a player of the year award, a defensive player of the year, a freshman player of the year, newcomer of the year, sixth man of the year, and coach of the year. So uh, very interested to see how these awards look in the Sunbelt Conference and if, you know, there's any potential for Omir picking up a little bit more hardware than just the player of the year, which again, I feel like is a lock. Now, the Sunbelt has let me down before. We did used to have a fairly frequent segment on this show called Beef with the Belt, but... (laughs) (laughs) That's a great name. But we might, I mean, we might have it tomorrow after that, after that football schedule is released. It might be terrible. We might have to have a Beef with the Belt segment then, but, uh, but right now, I do not anticipate today there being any Beef with the Belt. We will cross our fingers. I hope I didn't just jinx the entire conversation. But, uh, but we'll see. Again, big week of, of Sunbelt News. Women's awards today, men's awards this afternoon, football schedule dropping in the morning. So whew, still a whole lot to, to get into today. We're already halfway through the program. <laughs> we've still got uh, some women's basketball to catch up on. Uh, we've got Major League Baseball meetings going on. And uh, quick spoiler alert before we follow up on this in the second hour of the program. Friends, it does not look good. <laughs> It does not look good. Oh, my goodness. More in hour two. 
and uh, we'll see if we can find some uplifting news to counter the basket or to counter the baseball talk too. We'll see how it goes. Uh, we're going to throw all of it at you when we come back for the second hour of the program. Keep it here with us on the Workday Red Zone. This is Will Oswald with your Monday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plaza Tire Service. It's Basketball Honors Day for the Sunbelt Conference today. The Women's Honors announced this morning the men's awards to be released at 2 this afternoon from the league office in New Orleans. And Arkansas State is home to the Sunbelt Conference Women's Basketball Freshman of the Year. And Little Rock's Lauren Pendleton, the first A-State player to win the award since Julie Haygood 25 years ago. Trinity Jackson named to the All-Conference third-team list today. And again, those men's honors will be announced at 2 this afternoon. And attention members and guests, you can talk A-State basketball and the award winners online with the Red Bulls at Lost Pizza Company on Southwest Drive from 6 till 7 this evening on 107IK Find and the EB Red Bulls Sports Network from Learfield presented by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield. A reminder, the A-State women open up the Sunbelt Conference Tournament at 11.30 on Wednesday morning against Coastal Carolina in the men's first tournament game at 5 o'clock Thursday against ULM. Four tires in one hour. That's guaranteed at Plaza Tire Service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. You know, if you're ready to lose weight and you're tired of choking down bars and shakes, if you're tired of going from fad diet to fad diet, it's time for you to check out the all-new Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. At Elite Total Health, your weight loss journey is going to be medically assisted and supervised by a medical team that's going to customize a plan that fits your life and your goals. There's multiple weight loss medication options, including Fentermine. So there's no longer a need to drive hours away to get the medication that's going to help you lose the weight. You can do all of that in Jonesboro at the all-new Elite Total Health. And it doesn't matter if you want to lose 5 pounds, 25 pounds, or 75 pounds. The medical team at Elite Total Health is going to customize a plan that's perfect for you. So schedule your weight loss consultation today with Elite Total Health. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 until 6 and 8 until 1 on Saturday. Appointments are available, but walk-ins are welcome as well. Call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Don't wait to lose weight. Get started today with Elite Total Health. Find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. When you bank at First Security, you're choosing better for yourself and fellow Arkansans. Better service from friendly professionals who really invest in your goals. Better solutions with convenient tools and smart resources. And better support for the things that matter to you as well as the communities that matter to us all. Because finding your better at First Security makes Arkansas better too. First Security. Bank better. Member FDIC. Nebo Auto Center, Northeast Arkansas's original new car alternative is now celebrating its 20th year. And now is the perfect time to swing by their all-new location, just a quarter mile south of the old one on Stadium Boulevard. If you're in the market for a late model, low mileage car, truck, or SUV, Nebo has a well-stocked lot of vehicles that fit almost any budget. Visit NeboAuto.com and see them at their new location at 3910 Stadium Boulevard, just south of the bypass. And look for the red roof. We go Nebo. Why? 
okay, do I have to order my bras and underwear online now? I'm so over it. Am I even wearing the right size? Oh, you don't have to anymore. Honey Hush in downtown Jonesboro is the best. What? Really? Can they fit me? Absolutely. It's a cozy private boutique with a great staff. I love Andrea and Honey Hush. She has extended sizes up to 54 and the whole alphabet of cups. Let's go tomorrow. Honey Hush, Jonesboro's newest bra and underwear store with loungewear too. 706 South Main Street in Jonesboro. Something unexpected. Honey Hush. COVID-19 cases are spreading across the state. Safe, effective, and free COVID vaccines are now readily available for all Arkansans ages 5 and up. Booster shots are also available for fully vaccinated people 12 and above. The vaccines are highly effective at preventing severe COVID. That means helping keep you from being hospitalized or even dying. Get vaccinated to protect yourself, your family, and your community. Learn more at healthy.arkansas.gov. This message brought to you by the Arkansas Department of Health. This is KNEA K237FI 953 and K245CW 969 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. to the Workday Red Zone. We are halfway through a Monday. Kara Ritchie, Andrew Bowen hanging out with you today. 930-3776 is the number to call. A lot going on. We've been recapping some winners for Arkansas State. In fact, uh, in hour one of the program, we told you about the men's team 62-60 winner over Appalachian State. Of course, that was a game where uh, North Shadowmere did foul out, but, you know, tip your cap to the Mountaineers. Uh, they did a good job against him. They did a good job against him in Boone. And that being said, he has not been held in check very often this year and should be announced this afternoon as the Sunbelt Conference Player of the Year. Uh, he's an inspiration for our KavanaughCars.com question today, and I want to know what word would you use to describe him? I don't want to touch on his, his future. There's just... There's just so many variables in yeah. play in terms of, of what his next year could look like. In terms of, uh, you know, college opportunities, professional opportunities. I mean, there's a million ways you can predict it. Yes. So. And probably none of them are right. Yeah, better to not guess than to guess wrong. <laughs> but uh, but I, I do want to say that I certainly hope, certainly hope that was not the last we will have seen of Omir. Yeah. at First National Bank Arena. Of course, uh, I, I did see as soon as that game was over, uh, he did absolutely get mobbed by <laughs> so many, uh, well, not just kids, kids and adults wanting to take pictures, wanting to get autographs signed, uh, just wanting to uh, wanting to, to be able to tell them they love them one more time. Well, everyone realizes what a generational talent yeah. he is and one of one. So I think so. Again, you know, if, if you go back to – years gone by of the program you know you look at the the 80s and 90s and you think about some of the players that have came through or, or the years before that uh he might not be your your top player but for 
people who are in college right now, for people who are the 30 and under, probably that's the best player you've seen ever in an Arkansas State uniform. So I uh, was glad to see, you know, uh, everybody just in case, having their just in case moment <laughs> on, on Friday with that picture, with that autograph uh, before he left. Our question is brought to you by our friends at CavanaughCars.com, a one-stop shop. For those of you looking for a new or new to you vehicle, of course, this would be a great week, honestly, to like set up an appointment online uh, to go ahead and and touch base there on the website about your financing, uh, find out what your trade in is worth. But then finally, finally, we've got some good weather to where if you want to go out and see in person, uh, you can certainly do that at Kavanaugh as well and just check out what they have on their lot. But again, you should go ahead and start the search. Take care of all the basics at Kavanaugh Cars. Dot com Again, uh, what word would you use to describe North Shadow Mirror? 9303-776 is the number to call. We'll circle back around on that in just a moment. But um, Saturday, I, I don't know if I can applaud Arkansas State women's basketball enough for the way they closed out the season at UT Arlington. Uh, I think we're all aware of the fact that this has not been an easy year. For A-State women's basketball, you think of all of the different types of adversity they have dealt with across the way. I, I don't know how many of the 356 or so women's basketball programs right now in the country are not playing with a the coach they started out the season with, but I'm guessing it's a very small number. And yeah. of course, we know Arkansas State is on that list. Uh, I'm not sure how many of those teams also midway through the season lost their best player with an ACL tear. But as we all know, Arkansas State is on that list. I'm not sure how many of those schools, in addition to that, had a couple different players uh, that dropped off the roster, that had a couple different players that were never eligible this season uh, due to, or that were not able to start the season due to either eligibility or injury issues. I don't know how many of those teams also, in addition to that, had one of their other key players suffer a, a shoulder injury and miss time there as well. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say that none of the other teams that we've already talked about are down to just typically seven or eight players as a team. But yeah, despite all of that, Arkansas State went out and got a win Saturday against the team that is the two seed in the Sunbelt Conference bracket. This is a team that going into that game had won one, two, three, four, eight of their last nine. And they had had an incredible season, 11 and four, or excuse me, 11 and three overall heading into that contest on Saturday. Um, it was a team that Arkansas State lost to in Jonesboro earlier in the year. And uh, you just think of all the different things that have not been in A-State's favor lately, and it's it just has been a season where not a lot has, has gone their way. Now, credit to A-State. I, I can't remember the last time they haven't been in a game. But still, it's got to be fatiguing, physically and especially mentally, when it's loss after loss after loss after loss after loss. So in addition to just wondering about the team's health uh, <laughs> and the fact that you're down to half the time seven women, um, you're also concerned about just the mentality losing wears on you. Yeah. I mean, this team, it's just proved how mental, how uh, tough mentally they are. I mean, time and time again. But they did go out Saturday and get an 82-75 win at UTA. Uh, the way that A-State did it, is they were just absolute monsters in the fourth quarter. It was a 29-point fourth quarter 
for Arkansas State women's basketball. They started out the game incredibly strong. In fact, uh, twenty six to seventeen was the final or uh, the final score after ten minutes. Uh, had a kind of bad. I don't know why I'm saying ca- kind of. They had a bad second quarter. Uh, they scored eight points in the second quarter. It was a bad second quarter. And then uh, played a little bit better in the third, but again, closed out the fourth quarter just uh, incredibly. I want to say Jaira Washington had 10 of her 16, 10 of her 26, sorry, not trying to shortchange her here, 10 of her 26 points like in the final two minutes. That's how A-State closed. So when you've had a season like they've had, and you're able to get to the final two minutes of the regular season, and you find a little bit left in the tank, and you're able to close out like they did, I, I don't know how not to be impressed with the way that they finished. Also, look, I'm going to be completely honest. Their win was a little bit self-serving because since they play it Wednesday at 11:30, we are not going to we're not going to have a show. And if they win, they'll play Friday at 11:30 and we're not going to have a show. <laughs> so that's two less days I have to think this week and I'm always good with that because some of you have noticed that extended periods of thinking don't go very well for me. Yeah, it's okay, me either. <laughs> but again, uh, just so many so many good things you can say following that game Saturday. Uh, Just looking at the statistics here, uh, 14 turnovers for A-State, certainly not bad when you consider the number of possessions that they had in that game. I mean, again, A-State scored 82 points. Uh, They shot uh, just incredibly in the second half, 50%, 40% from the floor, and they made it to the stripe 17 times. So those were all key factors in them closing out strong. I I don't know what else you can say about Jairus' performance. 26 points, uh, so many clutch free throws. On Saturday, she was aggressive, and so she made it to the stripe a lot. She also finished with eight rebounds, five assists, and three steals. So she was all over the place. Lauren Pendleton, the freshman, finished with 23 points. Jade Upshaw, a freshman, finished with 16 points in that game. Trinity Jackson was limited both due to her shoulder and due to the fact that there were um, disqualifications after a technical. So she was not able to to complete that game but was good while she was out there. So... Again, just so many different things that A-State was able to do well to close out that game. But that's enough about about me talking about it. Uh, We can hear here a little bit from Destiny Rogers as she shared her thoughts, um, not just on that game, but also, of course, today the All-League honors were announced. Lauren Pendleton, the freshman of the year. Trinity Jackson, a third-team All-Conference. So she talked about all the things that had happened with her team over the past couple of days. Um, obviously, we're super excited about the way we played on Saturday. Um, I knew that uh, it was coming because of the progress that we've shown the last couple games. And uh, I was just super proud of my team for being locked in. And, you know, we struggled a little bit that second quarter. Uh, but I told them at halftime, the third quarter has kind of been our kryptonite. Um, so, you know, we got to have a really good third quarter. And uh, the thing that was most impressive to me was our um, focus. And uh, we, we, we made a lot of adjustments in the fourth quarter. And my team, they, they executed those adjustments to perfection. And uh, you didn't see kind of those, you know, silly mistakes that we had been making prior to this uh, in the fourth quarter Saturday. So um, proof that my team has learned through all of this. And uh, I'm just proud of them. And I hope that, you know, it gives us the confidence and the momentum uh, that we need going into the tournament. On the backside of that, you know, obviously really happy for Trin uh, being third team all conference. She's worked extremely hard, not even the same person or player. Um, 
uh, as when I got here the first year. I've been here for three years now, and uh, just her growth has just been amazing to watch. She's put the work in. She's put the time in. Definitely deserving. Uh, I've been saying all along that Lauren Pendleton is one of the best freshmen uh, in the conference, and now she is the best freshman in the conference. And so I'm just I'm really happy uh, for L.A. because obviously L.A. had bigger offers that she could have went with, and she decided to, to to come here to Arkansas State because she wanted to do something that hasn't been done before here. Uh, so I'm just really proud uh, for L.A., proud for T.J., and uh, we're super excited about this week. Continuing on here with uh, some clips from Coach Destiny Rogers. Um, again, although A-State has is, is lost a lot more than they won as, as of late, uh, man, they've been so close in, in so many of these games. I mean, you go back and, and we're talking about a, a three-point loss to UTA in Jonesboro. Uh, in fact, the last time A-State lost by 10 or mo- more, you know, they had... They had in all of this stretch, they've had one loss that was by more than ten, and that was against the Raging Cajuns in Lafayette uh, back at the beginning of February. So there's been there's been so many almost and oh so close during this stretch. So how in this one were they able to put it together and come out with a win? You know, I just keep telling the team every every game, just stay with it, just stay the course, trust the process. You know, we you've been dealt a, a, a tough hand, uh, but you just continue to keep playing. You just continue to keep fighting, and, and we're gonna we're gonna get over the hump. And I know some of the breaks that we've been having has kind of went against us. I felt like we were gonna get some that that, that fall for us. Um, and uh, you know, I just gotta say, you know, Jira taking over late game the way she did. That's kind of what we've been missing. So for her to take over that way, it took the pressure off L.A. and Jade and it just allowed them to play free. Um, so, you know, at the end of the game, it was uh, I think it was kind of a relief for everybody, including myself, um, because it just, you know, just so many times we're in the same situation and we just weren't getting over the hump. So to see us get over the hump the way that we did uh, was super encouraging for me. Uh, you could just tell that they they uh, they're encouraged for this week. We're excited about this week, and uh, we're actually about to get on the road here in about 15 minutes. So we can't wait to get down there. They should be on their way by now. Safe travels to A State women's basketball. Uh, with this team, of course, uh, with with you look at at who they've lost along the way, and then in addition to that, the fact that Trinity Jackson has been limited over the past few weeks due to that shoulder injury, and A State's had to put out a lot of small lineups. I mean, this is. All you got left on this team is guards. So there are, you got Morgan clocking in at like 5'10", and everybody is, is a little bit smaller than that. So uh, how has this team been able to find some success playing small ball? We play small ball quite a bit now. And to be honest with you, I like it. I really like it. I'm really enjoying uh, the way that they play. When we go small, we're super fast. We could be super aggressive defensively. Uh, we doubled the post in uh, man and zone last game, which we'll, we'll continue to do. Um, but, you know, I, I really enjoy uh, when we go small just because of how fast and how good offensively we are. Um, obviously, we need TJ in the game. Uh, but TJ just right now with that shoulder and missing, you know, two and a half weeks, her wind is not there. So she can only go about two to three minutes at a time. Uh, so, you know, when she's out of the game, we just try to play as fast as we can, be ag- as aggressive as, as we can. And it's, it's worked in our favor. She did elaborate, excuse me, a little bit more on on Trinity and mentioned that you know there is a, some a tear there in the labrum, so I would imagine that's going to have to be 
I don't know if that's something you fix in the offseason with surgery or or rest, but obviously right now she's not getting either of those. So uh, she is still dealing with some pain um, as as she's out there and playing. But uh, but again, it's just uh, it's great to see her out there. And uh, again, third team selection today for the Red Wolves. Um, when they do go with the small ball lineup, one thing that you notice pretty quickly when you look in the box scores, there's usually a pretty big disparity in in rebounding and A-State is usually on the lower number of that disparity so ask Coach Rogers today you know what do you do there to kind of help help mitigate what's usually going to be a fairly lopsided deep uh, a, a lopsided rebounding edge uh, we just have to do the best that we can as far as boxing out and trying to secure as many boards as we can uh, but what we say is hey when we go small you know we're small we're at a disadvantage. So what's to our advantage is we better run. We better run and we better run like crazy. Um, so make or miss, we try to get it and we try to fly. And we try to get the best available shot within the first 10 to 12 seconds. Uh, so that's the kind of what we've been working on in practice. Now, if we, you know, play fast a couple of possessions and we didn't get good looks, then we'll control uh, the possession and we'll run a set to try to get a good look. Uh, but we found that when we play that, play that way, you know, um, Eight out of ten times, we're going to get a really good look. And, you know, right now we're, we're scoring the ball really well, so we really like the way we're playing. Which, by the way, it's not always, you know, doom and gloom in, in terms of of rebounding. Um, A-State was minus nine overall rebounding Saturday against UT Arlington, but they were even in the second half. So A-State was able to get some of those boards when, when it mattered, when it was crunch time. Uh, last thing here for or from coach rogers uh this team has been very freshman reliant (laughs) in the second half of the season half the players left are all freshmen and a lot of times as you go throughout a year you'll get to a point where freshmen kind of kind of hit a wall so what has she done this year to to keep from that happening well we just try to practice the way that we're going to play you know a lot of people i mean everyone has different philosophies um, I believe that if we want to play fast, regardless of what time of year it is, you need to practice that way. Obviously, you can't go as long as you were early on. Uh, but if we go for about an hour, I want that hour to be fast paced. Um, so we just try to keep them in as best shape as we can while, you know, trying to continue to instill confidence and encourage them and just show them film that, hey, this does work. You know, this is this is the way we need to play. And, uh, you know, it's hats off to the kids because they buy in uh, to what we want to do. You know, after that Texas State game, I got into them pretty good. And, uh, you know, some teams will lay down after that. My team didn't. My team responded really well, better than I thought that they would. And so, you know, I'm just proud of uh, the way that they just they keep responding. They keep fighting. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy to go into the tournament with this team. Again, that was Coach Destiny Rogers uh, from today, right prior to Arkansas State getting on the bus to head to Pensacola. So now A-State wraps up the regular season as the eight seed. That means they are going to be facing number nine, Coastal Carolina, and we'll look more at the Chanticleers tomorrow. But again, Wednesday, we will not have a show. Pre-game coverage for that game will begin at 11 o'clock right here on The Ticket. 11.30 is your tip-off time. And, of course, we'll look forward to recapping it with you on Thursday. Still a lot we've got to get into today, though. Um, I'll tell you what. We're going to come back. And, again, the Sunbelt Conference is going to release its football schedule tomorrow. I know the big question for everybody is, 
who's who's going to be on it? Are we going to have, is it going to be an 11-team Sunbelt? Is it going to be a 14-team Sunbelt? It's a little bit of a new news there. And we'll look into it when we come back. Keep it with us on the ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone with Kara Ritchie. Weekdays from noon to 2 on Northeast Arkansas's Sports Station. 95.3 The Ticket. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic outer boxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones, and make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery all done in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes with tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. Riceland Foods in Jonesboro is hiring. Apply online at riceland.com for full-time, direct hire manufacturing positions in our parboil mill and plant. Riceland Foods is an equal opportunity employer with a new competitive pay scale geared toward advancement and benefits, including medical, dental, and vision insurance, paid time off, and paid holidays. Riceland Foods in Jonesboro has immediate openings for full-time manufacturing positions. Start your new career today with Riceland Foods. Go to riceland.com and select jobs at the top of the page to apply online. Do you often divide the dinner bill with friends or family? Now you can split the cost of that check with Zelle, a fast, safe, and easy way to send money to people you know and trust right from your Me Banking Online and Me Banking Mobile account. So after you split the meal, make sure you split the bill with Zelle. Ask a representative at Farmers and Merchants Bank or the Bank of Fayetteville for more information. Available to United States bank account holders only. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Save up to $100 instantly at Placid Tire Service on eligible Bridgestone tires. Exclusively at Placid Tire Service, save $70 instantly when you buy four eligible Bridgestone tires. Increase your savings to $100 when you use your Placid Tire Service card. Offer valid February 1st through 28th, 2022. Cannot combine with other offers. Subject to credit approval. See store for complete details. The best service, biggest selection, and lowest prices. Your best deal on Bridgestone tires plus up to $100 in instant savings is at Placid Tire Service. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Andrew still hanging out with you today. 9303776 is the number to call. Uh, big news coming out later today, 2 o'clock. The Sunbelt Conference is going to release its men's basketball honors. Fully anticipate North Shadow Mirror being the Sunbelt Conference Player of the Year. I mean, 
I'd be shocked if it's not her. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I know. I know I am coming from a place of heavy bias. What? No. Not, I know. <laughs> really? <laughs> not only being a homer, but having had the opportunity to watch, you know, the, the bulk of his games since he's been at Arkansas State. So, so I know I'm not exactly coming from the most clear-headed of places. But when you throw out all the things that he's done statistically, I don't know how you go in an opposite direction. There are other great players in the league. Uh, there's no doubt. And I'm really interested in seeing who is going to, you know, fill out those conference, uh, those all-conference teams. And, and if A-State can have any other selections in there. But, but uh, again, barring just something wild, wild <laughs> happening. That should be the news that, of course, the Sun Belt is releasing at 2 o'clock, uh, four minutes after we get off the air conversation great timing day. Great, great timing, timing. on their part I, I will say Sunbelt doing us a solid tomorrow and the fact that uh, that league schedule is going to come out at 9 a.m and uh, we've known for a while that you know the the Sunbelt releases its football its full football conference schedule on March 1st and that has been the date that we've had circled and now we know we're going to see it bright and early tomorrow so I, I can tell you right now the the bulk of tomorrow's t- Tuesday show is going to be football related. So I hope everybody is ready to get into a football mindset tomorrow. But I'll bring my helmet. There, <laughs> <laughs> the big question we're going to have is how many teams are going to be on this Sunbelt Conference schedule? Because going back just a week ago, the SB3 which is, uh, that's the name that has been coined on social media and the message boards for Marshall, Old Dominion, and Southern Miss. The SB3, of course, were on Conference USA schedule. Since then, it's gotten even more lawyery and legally and everything else. Uh, we know that last week, Marshall filed a, they, they received a temporary restraining order from their local courts today. Southern Miss has received a temporary restraining order from their local courts. I don't know what Old Dominion is doing, but I'm sure that they are doing something behind the scenes that is also along these lines legally to where they are they are obviously not going to um, have to go into an arbitration situation with, with Conference USA. Mm-hmm. Now, very quickly, this conversation is getting out of my realm of legal expertise, which is obviously non-existent slim to none (laughs) non-existent i work in i work in radio i don't know what i'm doing here we found out very quickly i am completely full of it when we talked about trademark law last year and now we're getting into like eminent domain and all i don't even i don't even know what these words mean i read a page of a law textbook didn't understand any of it so there you go (laughs) no i do if i was guessing in I wouldn't even feel confident enough to bet on this. I'm not saying if I was betting on this. If I'm guessing, if I'm guessing we're seeing a 14-team Sunbelt Conference schedule tomorrow, if I am guessing. And what's going to be interesting when we look at this is, you know, obviously we'll be looking at this from from an A-State lens. And the way that it's going to go now that this league moves to 14 teams is A-State will play every team in the West on the schedule. So that, of course, means Texas State, Louisiana, ULM, South Alabama, Troy, and Southern Miss. You know those are on the schedule. It's Mm -hmm. just a matter of who is home and who is away. And then every year you'll have two opponents from your opposite division. So A-State will be playing two of Marshall, Old Dominion, Coastal Carolina, Appalachian State, Georgia Southern, Georgia State, and whatever team I just left out. 
James Madison. There we go. So you're going to play two out of those seven. And so what we'll find out tonight, uh, tomorrow is which two it will be. And then also uh, what's always fun to look through on schedule release day is who is going to be on the national broadcast. You know, how many national games will A-State get? Who will they be against? Will they be on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, or Thursdays? Will they please not kick off any later than 630 because those games already last until 1030 anyways. But that's a rant <laughs> for another day. So just what will this schedule look like? And those are all questions we're going to find out the answer to in the morning. But obviously, you know, even though in this area we're looking at it from an A-State lens, in the overall scheme of things, I mean, how many, how many team schedules they release tomorrow is wildly, is going to be like wildly the, the big story that comes out of it. Wildly on top for the the big story. I mean, it's just, it's going to be a conversation tomorrow uh, that brings in all of college football. So, let's go to the phones. Zach is with us on the Ritter Communications Hotline. How are you? What's up, Kara? What's up, man? Not much. How you guys doing? Doing okay. You doing okay? Kata. Yeah, doing good. Is Kate off today? What's he up to? He's on the way. He's somewhere between Jonesboro and Pensacola. Oh my gosh, he's got a lot of frequent driver miles, didn't he? I mean, this is this is a <laughs> this is one of those you're flying with the team situation. Pensacola oh, is a really? bit of a haul, yeah. Well, hey, good for him. Yeah, they left early. Uh, I, I'm, you know, the tournament tips off on Wednesday, and typically you'd go through a situation where a team would just leave a little bit early, one day early, so on a Tuesday. So I don't know if there's team functions tonight, or if they're doing anything special in Pensacola, or if they just decided to have an extra day to, to kind of unwind. But, uh, but yeah, they left uh, 11 o'clock today, 11-ish. Cool. He packed his sunblock, I guess? I think he packed his golf clubs. <laughs> so. okay, okay. No. Both, both equally as important. Yeah, so he's, I think he's, pre- he's prepared. It's actually pretty nice today, so I can just imagine what it's like down there. It's like 60 degrees here right now, so anyways. But uh, what were y'all's question? Well, how would you describe? What word would you use to describe North Shadow Mirror? I'd say uh, unique. Okay. Rare, maybe. You know, I mean, it's rare since we've had a player this good and such, you know, this talented that's going to play at the next level and in a, in a bit, hasn't it? In a bit, hasn't it? it? I mean, it has been. You know, you just look at all of the different ways that he can, can contribute, um, the way that all the different ways that he impacts games, and you just don't see many players like that at, at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he's, I guess he's in the draft this year, right? There has been no type of com- comments whatsoever on on his future, from I mean, from him or from a source that would that would actually know. Everything we've thrown out when we've talked about it has been pure speculation. Gotcha. Uh, did y'all guys see where the Pelicans beat the Lakers last night? I. <laughs> So I watched more of the Lakers this weekend than, than I normally do because they were on Saturday and Sunday night. But, you know, they, they were on late. I was just kind of sitting around the house, wanted to check in on, you know, our guys, Austin Reeves and, and Malik Monk. And, I mean, I know the Lakers aren't good, but the, I, had to, I had to watch some bad basketball over the weekend. Like, I would like some – it was bad. It was just bad. You know, when I heard this, when I heard the, saw the headline, I thought – Oh man, Zion must have came back with a with a vengeance, but uh, no. no, it was uh, there was no Zion. <laughs> no, they're you busy. Know? They're busy making fun of Zion right now in New Orleans with like oversized uh, Mardi Gras floats. 
Oh, really? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. Yeah, they, they legit have a a crew or a float down there in one of their parades. They made a Zion float in New Orleans and have a big painting of him on the side of it. Uh, and instead of having the number on his jersey, they have the number of one ton. Oh wow, that's mean. he has been pretty real ton since he's been uh since he's been uh injured. I mean, he's what was it? Barley Barley said. Looks like me and Shaq had a baby. You know, remember that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that, but yeah. I'm not surprised yeah. to hear that it came out of Chuck's mouth. That's what he said. But uh, I'm going to say this. John Morant, he's, to me, he is the most exciting player to watch in basketball. Just some of the stuff he does, that guy, just you can't take your eyes off when he's in the game. Can you not? No, I mean, if you do, I mean, blink and you'll miss it, you know, whether it's um, some kind of three, crazy 360 dunk in in the middle of play, or whether it's a block. Where I think I think his dad said after that block against the Lakers that he left his deodorant mark on the backboard. He was like, "Who does yeah. that? Who <laughs> so, does that? Nobody does it. that." So, I would like to see where he ranks amongst most popular players in the NBA. I bet he's top five easy. Well, you know, one thing that you can always look at, not in terms of like it's it's not a true metric, but I know in jersey sales, he's a top ten player. Yeah. I don't doubt that a bit. I mean, I bet he's one of the most, five most popular players in the NBA right now. Without a doubt. Yeah. But, uh, I agree. Yeah. Anyways. All right, guys. I guess that's all I got is uh, Rudolph Mark called in yet and giving you his, uh, his word to describe North Shadowmere. I don't know. What? It's Mark called. Come on. Don't, don't try that with me. So, look, sometimes I just don't think very clearly on a Monday. He'll hang in there. Hopefully he'll call and he'll uh, he'll get you back on track. Anyways, see you guys. See ya. See ya. 9303776 is the number to call again. Uh, what word would you use to, to describe A-State's Norshad O'Meara? That's uh, technically the KavanaughCars.com question. Also, also just uh, in the past 15 minutes or so, put up a poll for you on Twitter. It's not related to that topic, but just kind of curious if you guys think the SB3 will be on tomorrow's Sunbelt schedule or no. I've heard different reports from people who I feel like should should know. I've heard I've heard yes, that they will be. I've also heard that uh, the Sunbelt is putting out an 11-team schedule tomorrow with only uh, James Madison being the new addition there since we all know they're ready to go and, and jump into the league, and we've known that for a couple or for about a month now. So uh, I, I don't know. It is going to be a surprise to me at... 9 a.m. tomorrow, it's going to be a surprise to my coworkers when I get here on time, so I can already be ready to tweet about it and talk about <laughs> it at, at 9 a.m. So There you go. So a day full of surprises on a Tuesday. We will just have to wait and see how that goes. By the way, though, a lot of you already responding on that poll, and 92% of you expect to see those teams on the schedule tomorrow. So I, I hope it's not a situation where 92% of you are, are disappointed. But again, we're, we're not going to know until tomorrow. And all of the different speculation and and conversations about it. At the end of the day, I don't think there's very many people who who truly know. We're not going to know until tomorrow. So we'll look forward to that uh, tomorrow. Not as fun. We're going to talk Major League Baseball when we come back. Just brace yourselves. This is going to be a real downer of a segment. It just it really is. is. <laughs> it really is. So we're going to go. We're going to go in a dark place when we come back. A lot of doom and gloom. When we come back, keep it here with us on the Workday Red Zone. We're the station that always has our howl on. Northeast Arkansas Sports Station. 95.3. 
thought. You know, if you're ready to lose weight and you're tired of choking down bars and shakes, if you're tired of going from fad diet to fad diet, it's time for you to check out the all-new Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. At Elite Total Health, your weight loss journey is going to be medically assisted and supervised by a medical team that's going to customize a plan that fits your life and your goals. There's multiple weight loss medication options, including Fentermine. So there's no longer a need to drive hours away to get the medication that's going to help you lose the weight. You can do all of that in Jonesboro at the all-new Elite Total Health. And it doesn't matter if you want to lose 5 pounds, 25 pounds, or 75 pounds. The medical team at Elite Total Health is going to customize a plan that's perfect for you. So schedule your weight loss consultation today with Elite Total Health. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 until 6 and 8 until 1 on Saturday. Appointments are available, but walk-ins are welcome as well. Call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Don't wait to lose weight. Get started today with Elite Total Health. Find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. Play it against sports wants to pay you money. Now that I have your attention, Planning in Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Planning in Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Planning in Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Planning in Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. Did you know that First National Bank has been serving Eastern Arkansas since 1886? For 135 years, we have been meeting the needs of Eastern Arkansas. It's not only that we know your name, those that have worked before us probably knew your great-grandparents' name. Banking definitely looked different then, but it is the same personal service that we pride ourselves in today. And as most banks have changed hands over time, we are still locally owned and operated. Consistency, stability, and community are what we are built on. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member FDIC. Do you have significant manufacturing experience? In addition to offering weekend shifts with 40 hours paid for 36 hours work and seasonal shift incentives with bigger bonuses and increased starting pay, Linux Industries in Stuttgart is now hiring individuals with significant manufacturing experience at above their current entry-level rate. Experienced individuals can start at $16.15 an hour for the first shift and $16.90 for a second shift at Linux. Linux also offers excellent benefits, including full medical and and a free on-site clinic for employees and their families and work inside an air-conditioned factory. Bigger bonuses and increased starting pay for seasonal shifts. Weekend shifts that pay 40 hours for 36 hours worked. And now, starting pay above current entry-level rates for individuals with significant manufacturing experience. Come join the Linux team, the leading HVAC company in America. Call 870-672-8161 or apply online at linuxinternational.com careers. Linux Industries is an equal opportunity employer giving you a hundred and ten percent and taking it one show at a time here's Kara Ritchie all right rolling on along here on the workday red zone Kara and Andrew with you nine three oh three seven seven six is the number to call friends let me be incredibly overdramatic for a moment. I do not anticipate us getting Major League Baseball on March 31st. That is when the league is scheduled to start its 162-game slate. And nothing I have heard today makes me optimistic that that will, in fact, be the case. I think everybody is well aware of the fact that right now the league and its players are currently involved in a lockout 
and are trying to hammer out a new collective bargaining agreement ahead of the upcoming season. Uh, over the past week or so, week and a half or so, it's become clear that February 28th, a.k.a. today, right now, is the deadline to get this agreement in place so that players can make it to spring training and be able to get prepared for the upcoming season. Today is the drop-dead day. And nothing I have heard from Major League insiders that are keeping tabs on this meeting give me any even like the slightest glimmer of optimism. I, I consider myself to be a fairly optimistic person. I like to look at the silver linings. I like to look at the bright side. I like to find reasons for optimism. I have zero optimism on the season starting on time. Um, really, again, just just any any type of MLB insider that you can find that regularly updates on social media is not updating with, with anything positive. In fact, uh, several of the more higher profile MLB writers today have put out some pretty scathing articles in regards to the MLB owners. Uh, Jeff Passan, for example, who writes for ESPN, is one of my favorite MLBers to follow, uh, says, quote, MLB did this. The owner's arrogance, the mistreatment of players, as the league threatens to turn its lockout into a canceled opening day, the story of how something so very avoidable grew into Rob Manfred's disastrous outcome. I mean, it's just it's Jeff Passan, by the way, is a pretty easygoing guy. So these are like some re- <laughs> these are some harsh words yeah. from Passan. I mean, it's just sad. I mean, I knew it was gonna be just bad when the Bleacher Report headline came out that said the MLB is willing to miss a month of games. They're willing yeah. to cancel it just to get this figured out. And it's it's like, okay, you guys are willing to. We don't want that. No one wants that. So it's just sad. It really is sad. There is so much here that that is frustrating if, if you're a fan. And at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter if you're like team players or team owners or whatever. But I continue to feel like the powers that be in baseball, which includes Rob Manfred and and the owners of Major League's teams, just have no concern about any type of long-term health of the sport. They do they nothing to grow the game with with uh, with youth. They do nothing to to try and market the game from an overall national standpoint. Everything is very localized. There's there's so much about trying to make an extra dollar this week, this year, as opposed to uh, maybe seeing what they could do now to pay dividends in 2030, 2035. Just, it, it, there's so much greed in Major League Baseball right now, and it is ruining baseball. And I, I just, I don't understand how Major League Baseball doesn't look around with everything that's going on lately and realize that it is, it is, there are going to be people who walk away. Even, even if the season's only delayed two weeks and even if somehow we still magically get 162 games out of it there are going to be people who walk away after this and they never ever ever come back because when people find other things to do when they find other types of entertainment other sports that they love then you just quit you quit doing what you used to do once you get out of the habit of doing something it is so hard to go back and I don't know how they don't look at what is going on all across sports and and see this college football one of the most popular sports in our country is is in a attendance decline 
because during COVID, people found other things to do and now they're not going to go back. When you factor that in with the rising cost of going to support your team, buying tickets, buying concessions, buying parking, buying, uh, buying merchandise, it's insane. And people are going to find other things to do with their money and they're going to find other things to do with their time. And I don't know how owners don't get this. Yeah, completely agree. Red Wolf Mark, what are you doing? That, that's right, Miss Kara. I agree with you. Well, thanks. <laughs> yeah. What's, what, what's yeah. on your mind I, today, sir? I agree with Andrew, too. Whoever's over there next to you. That's, he's across from me. Andrew's right across the glass. Hey, hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to say go, Andrew. Appreciate that. And uh, I'm going to say go, go to everybody in Jonesboro. Go, Miss Kara. Well, thank you. And uh, let's see, Mister. I know what you. I know what Andrew needs to eat when he leaves. He Did needs him a good steak dinner. Okay. I don't know how he likes the steak. Do you not remember one. how you started a fight last week talking about steaks, Red Wolf Mark? Do you not remember this? Yeah, yeah. I think, but I think I think Andrew's different though. I think he he likes his steak good. What was the What was the argument? It wasn't so much an argument. I was just, I was just a little disappointed in Kate Carlton in how he orders his steaks. Cooked. How does he order his steak? First off, how do you order your steak? Medium, medium rare. Okay, all right, that's that's an acceptable answer. Apparently, apparently, Kate is a medium well guy. I okay, yeah. as long as it's not well done, I'm okay with that. Yeah, okay. I, mean, I can go any end of the spectrum. I like rare sometimes. Feel yeah. I, I like it crazy. like Sarah likes it. That's that's the best answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course it is, right. Not biased at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not biased yeah. that my answer is completely correct. <laughs> and any other answer is wrong. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> Horribly wrong. I'm going to say uh, go, to the, uh, go to the Red Wolves. Okay. And go, and go, and go to uh, the bat, all the high school teams. Okay. And... Uh, I think we got a baseball game tomorrow. Home. Man, that is the rumor. So I think everybody needs to take a second to to knock on wood because we were supposed to see three over the weekend, and then we thought we were getting mm-hmm. two, and then turns out we didn't get a single one. So last time I looked uh-huh. at this forecast coming up for this week, it, it looked like we were going to be in a good spot to be able to watch a lot of A-State baseball. So let's hope that that yeah. stays that way. I just knocked. What time, how many games we got? Well, one on Tuesday, and then uh, – so just one Tuesday, but then also uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday as well. What what time is the starting time for Saturday and Sunday? Uh, usually Saturday's games are scheduled at two, and then Sundays are at one. But I but let me let me double check because I could be incorrect on that. So let's go ahead and look. Right. And oh, I forgot the series against Mississippi Valley State is actually two games. So here's what we got: we got baseball Tuesday at six o'clock, Wednesday at three o'clock. Friday at wow. four o'clock, Saturday at two o'clock, Sunday at one o'clock. Wow. Okay. All righty. That's gonna be great. I'm excited. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, I'm ready to watch some baseball. That 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 way you can go and eat you eat you some popcorn and, and eat you some hot dogs, grill out cookies, some hamburgers, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I might even grill some steak. Only if it's medium rare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I did like Miss Kara. Well, first. All right. All right, Reddles. All righty, then. All right, all right. Thank we'll you. We'll see you.
legit almost started a fight last week talking about steaks and then calls up today and wants to talk about steaks. That's so funny. Man, treading on some dangerous ground there. Uh, I tell you what, before we go down that pathway again, because Lord knows none of you want to hear it for the second time in the span of <laughs> like five days. I'm sad I missed the steak discussion. Oh, it was uh, it was an event. But uh, we are going to put a, put a bow on that discussion and, and move on. Uh, also, you know what? We need to take one more break. So we're going to go ahead and do that. Come back and uh, wrap up today's Workday Red Zone right after this. We're not as socially awkward as you think. Search for 95.3 The Ticket on Facebook and follow us at 95.3 The Ticket on Twitter. Now hiring. Local Tire and Wheel is hiring. And if you're out of work or just looking to kickstart a brand new career, apply today at Local Tire and Wheel. 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro across from Burger King. So Local Tire and Wheel is now hiring with immediate openings for multiple positions, including team managers, account managers, and shop technicians. Local Tire and Wheel is offering competitive pay for both full and part-time positions. Local Tire and Wheel is locally owned and operated out of Jonesboro, and they're looking to add to their local team of tire and wheel specialists. With opportunities available immediately, begin a new career in a company that thrives on providing advancement and growth opportunities both in the Jonesboro marketplace and around the Mid-South. So stop by, meet the team, and apply today at Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro across from Burger King. Find out more at Local Tire and Wheel or on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. Local Tire and Wheel is an equal opportunity employer. You know, it's hard to think about your yard being green right now, but this is the time to let Mojo Lawn Care Weed and Feed go to work for you. Call Mojo Lawn Care Weed and Feed today at 870-219-3446 and let them go to work to ensure that you'll have the greenest yard in your neighborhood come springtime. Better yet, bundle Mojo's Weed and Feed with their lawn care service and save 15%. What are you waiting for? The time is now. If you want the greenest yard in the neighborhood in the spring, let Mojo go to work for you today to lay the foundation for a beautiful lawn. Call Mojo Lawn Care Weed and Feed today, 870-219-3446. That's 870-219-3446. Ensure a super green yard in the spring by letting Mojo Lawn Care Weed and Feed go to work for you today. The folks at 1812 Pizza Company want to thank you for supporting locally owned businesses during times like this. At 1812 Pizza, still feeding your family the best pizzas, sandwiches, and salads at all three of their locations. You can get curbside pickup in Manila or at Hilltop, and the Ray Street location has a drive through window. Delivery is available from all 1812 Pizza locations, and it's brought to your door by one of their employees, not a third-party company. From their family to yours, thanks for eating local with 1812 Pizza Company. Gazaway Ace in Paragould and Jonesboro reminds you that whatever the project, they're the place that has everything you need. Skip the rake this season. Power up your cleanup with an Ego 650 power blower. Check out the full line of Ego tools and save 10% on the Ego 650 blower. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks, and helping you is the most important thing we do. That's Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro and West Kings Highway in Paragould. Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. Go, Gazaway. Did you know one in three adults is at risk for kidney disease? And kidney failure is more than three times higher in African Americans. If you have high blood pressure or diabetes, you could be the one. Visit the National Kidney Foundation at kidney.org. Now, you know. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. We 
have uh, made it here to the home stretch of the Workday Red Zone. Appreciate all of you who have hung out with us today, whether you could make it for the full two hours or just uh, a minute or two here and there. Thanks for joining in. 9303776, last call on the phone lines. Got to talk quick, but we have, still have time for another phone call or two. And uh, still time for you to weigh in on our KavanaughCars.com question. What word would you use to describe A-State's North Shadow Mirror? Uh, I think there was a, a month ago where I just went through like all of the different big words you could use to describe somebody. Ridiculous, insane, absurd, uh, exceptional, fantastic, phenomenal. Uh, he has just been a, a joy to watch in his time at Arkansas State. And I continue to be blown away by the things that he does that that don't show up in any kind of statistical column. Because sure, we can look at the numbers. And again, he's going to be the first player ever to average more than 19 points and more than 13 rebounds in league play, or he already is. Uh, we looked at all the different things that he ranks in the top five in, in the Sunbelt Conference. We talked about where he was in terms of the career rebounding list at Arkansas State. And again, though, the, the full measure of his game is not found in, in statistics. I go back to, oh gosh, and I'm going to struggle here. I started telling the story, and of course now I can't remember which team it was against, and that just makes me sound dumb. But anyways, it's closing minutes of a game. <laughs> just follow along with me anyways. Closing minutes of a game earlier this season at First National Bank Arena. And in the final minute or so, Omir goes up and uh, gets the rebound is kind of being knocked out of bounds. So he goes and makes a play for the rebound on the baseline. And he is probably like, you know, less than a foot off the baseline. And what he does is he, I remember saying at the time he Tom Brady'd it. I mean, he or Patrick Mahomes did. So it was right before the Super Bowl. He launches the basketball all the way down the court to a streaking Avery Feltz, who was able to finish. And it was one of those buckets that was huge in the grand scheme of things in the game because it put A-State up, you know, three or five or whatever. And there was under a minute remaining and it, it made you confident in a win. You can't sum up a play like that with just a rebound. Yeah. What he does and what he's done for A-State has been so much more than that. So I'm glad he's going to get his due this afternoon again. Uh, completely anticipate him being named the Sunbelt Conference Player of the Year when those awards come out at two. And we'll see what other accolades might be on there as well. Again, congratulations. Uh, earlier today, Lauren Pendleton of Arkansas State Women's Basketball recognized as the freshman of the year in the Sun Belt and Trinity Jackson earning a third team honors as well. Uh, in addition to what we're going to be keeping tabs on between now and then, again, uh, Sun Belt football schedule dropping at 9 a.m. tomorrow. So exciting stuff there for Arkansas State and for the league. As we try and everybody's waiting to see, is this going to be an 11-team schedule, a 14-team schedule? What are the midweeks going to look like? What are the matchups going to look like? Uh, just a refresher, of course, Arkansas State does have its non-conference opponents set. I mean, heck, those have been set now for five years. But uh, the season's going to open September the 3rd in Jonesboro against Grambling State. Hugh Jackson dealing with some more controversy of his own making today, but no time to get into that. Uh, uh, September the 10th will be the first road trip of the season for the Red Wolves. They'll head to the shoe and take on Ohio State. The 17th, the following Saturday, right across the river to Memphis. And then uh, not having their fourth non-conference game in September instead, it's going to be a little bit later on the schedule, November the 12th, the final non-con game, and the Red Wolves will be hosting UMass. Um, not the storylines there at UMass that there would have been a year ago. Walt Bell is no longer the head coach. The uh, A-State contingent that 
was coaching there, I don't think any of them were retained. So I know not a single blessed thing about that <laughs> UMass team and, and uh, what that is going to look like next year. But hey, that's next year, and we'll talk conference, conference <laughs> schedule tomorrow. At least you're so honest. At least you're honest. I don't know anything about UMass. There you go. I'd, I'd like, I don't I'd, either. <laughs> I know Walt Bell was their head coach at the beginning of 2021, and he will not be the head coach at the beginning of 2022. That's that's the extent of my Minutemen hey, knowledge. That is something. It counts for something. It's a start. Long ways to go, but it's a start. <laughs> uh, Yeah, that's it. Hey, appreciate all of you hanging out today. And uh, looking forward to talking to you tomorrow. Keep it here uh, we will have a little bit of a fox sports programming again kate carlton somewhere between jonesboro and pensacola so no setup today but uh you can have it here at three o'clock with for the drive with brad bobo let me see if i can just get my words right to be able to get through the outro <laughs> have it here in the morning for the front row with budrow at seven o'clock rwrc radio with jc comes your way at 10 the Workday Red Zone will return tomorrow at noon. So for Andrew, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great afternoon. <laughs>